Hey, hey guys, what's up? My name is Mary Elizabeth, and you are listening to the But Why Not podcast. Hey, hey everybody, it's Mary Elizabeth. I am always super thankful that you're here. In this episode, I did a live video and I recorded it to explain how to manage the shortage of Adderall for ADHDers and how to utilize medication as a tool in your toolbox and not to be solely dependent on it. I would really love to hear your thoughts on this, so please make sure that you um, take a screenshot while you're listening to this. Tag me on Instagram at the only Mary Elizabeth, or tag me on Facebook at Mary Elizabeth Ratten, so that we can discuss this and really help the um, ADHDers of this world to learn how this can be managed and without increasing their anxiety. All right, hey guys, sorry about that. So let's talk about this um, supposed shortage, right? And talk about ADHD in your toolbox. I was going to do just a normal get ready with me um, and ask me any questions, but I really feel like this is a really important topic to talk about. Um, I'm going to do some videos on it. And um, if you follow me on Facebook or Instagram, there'll be some posts and there'll be some carousels and things like that. Um, But as an, hey, good morning. As an ADHDer, I use Adderall. Right, so I was diagnosed just, I think, almost two years ago, maybe a year and a half ago now. I don't know when my official diagnosis date was, but I struggled my entire life. School was not my thing, right? And I say this over and over and over again. I love to learn. I love education. I hated school, okay? I hated school. Testing was not, uh, it was not for me. Like, all the standardized testing in New York, we have the Regents exams and all this stuff, and your performance is based off of that. And instead of being able to teach and learn, they tend to just teach to pass the test, right? Because I think a lot of schools get state aid and all these different things. By the way, make sure if you're watching this that you follow me, you smash that love heart button, and you make sure you hit the little arrow on the bottom and share with a friend, because this is really, really important. Really important, and I want everybody who needs to hear this to hear it. Um... This says, props to you, my ADHD will never can come live. Now, listen, Sam, I totally understand that. Okay, I totally understand that. Um, Talking about ADHD is also a really big thing, right? There's a lack of education around it. There's a lack of understanding. There's a huge stigma. There's all the things, especially if you have ADHD and autism. I just wrote a post yesterday where um, there was someone explaining how Uh, this girl's daughter was talking to her and asking her a bunch of questions. And then afterwards, the mom came up and was like, I'm really sorry, she has autism. Like, and it's so sad that parents feel like they have to apologize and that they feel shameful for their child having something that can be actually incredibly brilliant, right? There are things that I can do that I know others can't do, right? I created an entire onboarding system. I went through what would probably take two people or take a person two or three weeks to learn. I went and created a massive system massive templates within ManyChat, built from scratch the whole nine, okay? And if you don't know what that is, come join me in business. I'm with a network marketing company. I'm with Lavelle. I love our products. I love being able to teach you how to attraction market and how to do all those things, which is a totally another topic on a totally another side note. If you're looking for extra income, you're looking for a better way to have energy, focus, gut health, all the things, um, whatever your health goals are, that that link's in the bio. Um, You can create free customer account and then we can go from there. But I really do want to talk about this supposed Adderall shortage because in my opinion, Adderall 
is something that should be, or any type of medication or supplement should be a tool in your toolbox, right? So if you think about a carpenter, you think about somebody who does construction, they have a whole variety of tools, right? My husband is a huge Milwaukee fan. Um, that is his brand of choice. He has a tool. I don't even know the names of them. Okay. Like there are hundreds of thousands of types of tools and they're like, I've learned that there is a normal hammer, there's a framing hammer, there's a framing hammer that has a waffle face. I don't even know what the difference is, right? But there's all these different tools that they use in order to do the job that they need to do effectively, whatever that might be, right? There's different types of screws, there's different type of decking, there's all sorts of stuff. There's treated lumber, there's, well, I think non-treated lumber, all state shapes, sizes, everything, right? And that's how your toolbox should be for whatever you have. Right? So if you're an ADHD or you should have a toolbox of things that you can use. I am also an autoimmune warrior, right? I have mixed connective tissue disease. It's three plus autoimmune diseases mixed into one and it is a nightmare sometimes, which is actually how I ended up in network marketing to begin with when I left my job of 12 and a half years in healthcare because I needed to prioritize my health. And I was not someone who chose to get vaxxed. Um, I chose to resign. So whatever your beliefs around that are, you know, that's your choice. Totally don't care. I don't talk politics. Um, but it's a tool in your toolbox. And so coming into this concept of this Adderall shortage, I'm not gonna go into what I think about why there's an Adderall shortage. I know that they say there's a supply increase because we're starting to learn in 2023, 2022, that a lot of us have this and it's really, really undereducated and underdiagnosed. And so I didn't understand that, right? I went through, like I was saying, I went through school, standardized testing was not my thing. Right. Let me use um, going to paramedic school as an example. I went to paramedic school and I absolutely loved it. Okay. But tests, whether they're short answer or they're multiple choice, don't work well for me. Right. As an ADHD, which I didn't know at the time, I struggle to make decisions. Right. I struggle to make those decisions. So you give me, especially in medical tests, right. And here's the bitch of it in medical tests, like, um, as in like, going to school for it, not like a blood draw or something, right? You have uh, four answers that you can choose from. And you don't just choose the correct answer. You have to choose the best correct answer. So there could be two or three out of the four that are correct, but you have to choose the best correct, right? Like that is a mind fuck for anybody with ADHD. And that's why I truly believe that school is so difficult because people are being taught to just pass the test. They're not taught practical skills. They're not taught budgeting. They're not taught how to make decisions. They're not taught that, you know, fidgeting is okay, right? I have a variety of fidget toys. I've always been someone that doodles, right? I always doodle on my papers. And then that also brings in one of those, like, now my paper looks messy and unorganized, but at the same time, I, I needed a distraction, right? How many of you bounce your leg? right? You bounce your leg. I'm going to have to sneeze in a second. You bounce your leg and all of a sudden, sorry, <coughs> excuse me. Oh my goodness. How many of you bounce your leg and then you're told stop doing that, right? No. Okay. But I have to do something. Or that's why a lot of people, and my mom was an amazing um, school administrator and she taught um, so many kids but a lot of times you sit on a yoga ball because the kids can bounce and have that stimulation and still be able to focus and, and learn better, right? It's the same thing. I have a standing desk. I adjust my desk all day long based on how I'm sitting. Some days I sit straight up, right? Some days I slouch over. Some days I'm sitting on one hip. Some days I'm sitting on the other hip, right? Like there's so many ways 
to do those things. And it becomes really difficult when you don't teach to a learning style, you just teach to a test, right? So when it comes to this Adderall shortage, I really, really want to give you guys um, some tips and tricks on how to be able to utilize your medication as a tool in your toolbox and not just something that, um, you know, you feel like if it's like, if it's gone, that you're never going to be productive again, right? Like I am somebody who pretty much cried when I saw on the news again the other night. Um, I, like I said, I don't watch the news, um, but my husband was watching um, something he wanted to see. And I happened to walk into the living room and they were talking about medication shortages. They were talking about a butyrol in a nebulized form. And um, they were talking about the Adderall shortage. And I started crying because when I started Adderall for the first time, and now here's the thing, right? I put uh, systems in place. So I've been in therapy for over two years. I went to my primary. I was diagnosed. Now, mind you, I'm in the U.S., so obviously it's a little bit easier to get diagnosed and to get your medication. If you are in a place where it is, and even in the U.S., it's not as easy, right? But if you are in a place where it is much more difficult to get in, you're on a waiting list for years and years, I want to give you some strategies to be able to help you. And I want to talk to you about some things that might help you with your focus and your concentration and still be able to progress through life. So, my husband works away from home. And so the first time that I ever took my Adderall, I called my brother and I have two brothers. One's four and a half years younger than me. The other one is 15 and a half years younger than me. So Michael is four and a half years younger. Um, he was a counselor for kids um, under 18 in a rehab facility. Um, he's an incredible human. He's accomplished so much in his life and I'm so proud of him. Right. So I called him and I said, hey, listen, I, you know, my, James wasn't home. My husband, he was at work. Um, and I said, I'm going to take this and it's a low dose. I have 10 milligrams of Adderall, right? And I can break it in half if I want. But I said, I'm going to take this. I'm really nervous. I don't know how I'm going to react. I've never taken it before. And I just want you to know if I call you in a panic, like this is what's happening, right? So you put that, that's number one, right? You put that system in place. You have that support buddy. Just like, for example, in AA, you have a sponsor, right? You have someone that helps you, that's there for you, that can help hold you accountable, those things, right? Because they're obviously with any type of not just medication, but supplement, anything you take, there is the possibility that, you know, for addiction or any of those things, right? So, and even if you don't intend it, right? Like when I used to drink, I didn't intend to be a drunk. I didn't intend to use it as a coping mechanism, right? But then I did, and I wreaked havoc in my life. But what I didn't understand then is that I was using that inappropriately as a tool, right? Did I know I drank too much? Yeah, absolutely. But I didn't understand that I was using it to bury trauma, right? Now that I've been able to prioritize my self-care and my mental health, that's apparent, right? So I called Michael and I said, this is what I'm going to do. And he said, okay, just let me know, right? So it was about 45 minutes. And I will never forget this moment, right? And this is really important. I was standing in my living room, right? And so if those of you, whether you're diagnosed with ADHD, you're not diagnosed, but you know you have it, ADD, autism, any of those things, you have all of these thoughts running through your head. You have all of these things going through your head, right? And so, oh, sorry, that beeped. Um, so you have all these things. And I remember standing in my living room and I looked up 
and my curtain was closed. Okay, and I just want you to envision me standing in my living room. There's two couches, right? And I'm, I'm looking at the curtain. And for the first time in my life, I truly only thought about the curtain. Now, if you're someone whose brain runs over and over and over in a thousand different ways and a million different directions, you can understand the magnitude of that statement. That is a huge magnitude of a statement, right? So I called my brother and I was like, listen, like, I'm only thinking about the curtain. And Michael, having worked with so many kids who had used medication like this, he was like, it's amazing, isn't it? And from that point forward, my life drastically changed. But what I need you to understand is I don't always take my Adderall every day, right? It is a tool in your toolbox. Like it is a tool to be used along with positive reinforcement methods and other things that help you, right? And so as everybody is super nervous, as you should be, about this stimulant Adderall shortage, if you have the other tools in your toolbox, then hopefully for you, it will be able to be somewhat of a less scary transition if for some reason you can't get your medication. All right. And that's what I really want to emphasize. So another thing that you can put in that toolbox, right, is fidget toys. I have them all over. I have these little things that go like this, right? I have one that's an avocado that goes like this and, you know, you squeeze. I have um, pop sockets. I have actually, my elastic hair ties are one of the best. Um, I have this really cool DIY homemade one that people made. Um, I have so many. And that's something that you can utilize, whether you have children that are having a hard time focus and concentration in school, focusing and concentration. You can use it yourself. And it's for anything, right? For anything. But another tool that you can put in your toolbox is really knowing when your productive hours are, right? So for me, I've always been a night owl. I've always been somebody who worked nights, even at the hospital. And so when I started an entrepreneurship, right, everybody was like, you have to be up super early. Oh my God, you have to be up at like 6 a.m., blah, blah, blah. Dude, that's not for me. Okay, I tried it. Like, I tried it 100%. I would go to bed at like 8.39. I would get up in the morning. But by like 1 in the afternoon, I was fucking spent. Absolutely spent, okay? So, I started tracking my sleep cycle. I use an app called Sleepwatch. It's incredible. Um, It's truly amazing, to be honest. My foundation color is really short. I still haven't done my makeup. Um, But it's something that helped me identify when my hours are that my brain is the best. So even when I was trying to go to sleep at, I don't know, say 8.30 or 9 to get up in the morning, when I looked, I still wasn't in a restful sleep until like 11, right? And so now I know that if I go to sleep somewhere between 10 and 12, then I am um, able to get up between 8 and 9 in the morning and my days are super productive, right? Obviously the vitamins that I take every morning Um, with Thrive are incredible and have changed my life. Like those are just amazing. There are three simple steps. And the third step is literally um, like a wearable vitamin. So it's a sticker and you stick it and forget it, right? So, but anyways, yeah, there's just little tools in your toolbox that you need to be able to have so that 
this isn't as such a scary transition for people. I hope that makes sense. You know, I have, like I said, I have the ADHD timer, right? You can visually see um, time passing. Time blindness is a huge thing, right? Um, another trick that I do is when I don't want to do something, I do it to a song, right? So if I'm answering messages or if I'm showering or if I'm doing any of those things, then I listen to a song and I try to beat the song, right? I don't always want to set a timer for myself. So songs are somewhere, what, between three to five minutes? So that's what I do. Like today I listened to Sam Hunt's brand new song called Outskirts. Awesome song, right? It was perfect. I had five minutes in the shower, then I straightened my hair and I'm going to do my makeup soon. So it's just something that I really think is important to talk about and that I really hope will help some of you who have ADHD or have, uh, not have, but struggle with attention, um, or with focus or concentration, right? And there are also supplements that are great for that. We have an incredible supplement to help with focus and concentration, um, that's called expand, right? So I'm not here to tell you that that's something that's going to fix your ADHD. I don't make medical claims. That's not my thing, but I do know from personal experience that it helps me so much with focus and concentration and being able to shut my brain off to all those extra outside noises where I can like get the things done that I want to get done. Right? So the last tool I want to give you, and I've talked about it before, but it's called Andy Priscilla's power list. It's incredible. I tried time blocking. Time blocking makes me anxious, right? Time blocking makes me anxious because if I go over by a minute or two on that time blocking schedule, then, um, I feel like I'm behind all day and I don't like that feeling. So Andy Frisello's power list is very simple. You have five tasks that's going to excel you towards your goal. And so it's not like a to-do list and they could repeat over and over and over multiple times a day, or excuse me, multiple days in a row, right? But because of that, I've now learned to prioritize. So now I have two index cards on top of my computer and when they become a habit, I take them off and then I put something else on that's gonna help me further my goal, right? So those are just a few of the tools in the toolbox. I'm going to put together a guide for you guys um, and I'll put it in my bio because um, I really think it's important for you guys to have these resources and they're not easily found. They're difficult to find, right? So that being said, I hope that that was helpful. Um, As always, I want to leave you with three affirmations. I am one with my ADHD. My attention span is getting stronger with each breath. ADHD allows me to be creative. Thanks so much for listening. Talk soon.